Hi, welcome back. This is I Am Broken, formerly known as Broken, Strength Under Control. I'm your host, Robin, and I want to thank you for joining me tonight. Before I get into it, gracious and heavenly Father, I just want to come before you and say thank you. Thank you for all your goodness, your mercies, and anything else, Father God, that we need for today, and not just today, but every day, Father God. But Lord, I thank you. I thank you for an opportunity to be a vessel and a tool that you will use to deliver a message. And I pray, Father God, that it will fall on ears that will hear and not just be hearers of the word, but also be doers of the word that they receive, that it will fall on good ground. I thank you, Lord, for just allowing me this opportunity and this platform. Lord, I want to give you glory and say that if there's anything in me that's not like you, Father God, whether it's been in my word, my action, my deed and or my thoughts, I come before your throne of grace and I ask for forgiveness today. Believing in faith where I'm faithless, you are still yet faithful to purify and cleanse me of all my unrighteousness. So even as you extend grace and mercy and forgiveness to me today, Father God, I will do the same for others, including myself, Lord. Now, I just ask that you have your way tonight, Father God, that you have your way and I am willing and available to be used it is in the name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. I hope you all had a good week. Well, weekend. It's been a week since we last met here. And I just want to say again, thank you for joining me. Um, it's a sacrifice. And I'm just so grateful and so thankful for all of those who sacrificed just to spend some time to hear what I have to say or talk about. I actually wanted to be live tonight on Instagram, but I ain't ready, y'all. This truth be told, I'm not ready. Uh, maybe next week I'll go live on Instagram, but ideally the plan is to do it twice a month where I'm live. Um, and if you haven't done so already, go follow me on my Instagram page, broken underscore zero one 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 two one. Um and let's just jump right on in. Um, you know, tonight, this is something that has, I've, I've heard these, this term like several times within the last couple of weeks. And, but the very first time I ever heard the term, my sister had told me about it some time ago. And I never really, I mean, I Googled a little bit because y'all know I'm the Google queen. I Googled a little bit about it, but I didn't really dive into it. So, but then I heard a message a couple weeks ago and the pastor was talking about this. Well, he made mention of it. And then I heard it again and something else that I was listening to. And so I just decided that I was going to talk about this tonight. Um, and what I'm going to be talking about is imposter syndrome. I don't know if you've ever heard that term. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but it is a silent killer of our calling. I'm going to let that sit right there. Matter of fact, I'm going to say it again. It's a silent killer of our calling and I'm going to let it sit right there. I thought it was interesting um, because like I said, again, my sister had made mention of the term to me and I Googled it just so I could see what she was talking about. And, and what she was referencing, but I didn't really dive into it. And so this weekend, I said, well, that's, that's going to be a good 
topic here. You know, who or what are you hiding behind that's disrupting what God wants to do in your life is the question that I pose to you tonight. You know, a lot of times the calling and the anointing can be so great upon our lives that it's heavy, not heavy in a bad sense, but it can be heavy, but we're not meant to carry the heaviness or the load alone. That's why Jesus came and died for us so that we would not have to burden or carry the burden of the load of our anointing and the call that's upon our life. So imposter syndrome could be a silent killer of our calling. And I'm gonna get right on into it. So again, you all know that I'm the Google queen. And so imposter syndrome, the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. And it basically focused on women that are high achievers. Well, you know, as I studied and started looking up things about this, y'all, I'm going to be having some, I'm going to be sharing some truth moments here in a minute. Um, when I go a little bit further into this, because I was like, whoa, okay, yeah, imposter phenomenon was another term that was used to describe an internal state of mind where a person believes they are unintelligent, unsuccessful, and incompetent, although this is incongruent with the view others have of them. So the way you see yourself, truth be told, is the way that others will see you. And let's be clear, because I have a good support system. I, I have good friends. I have people that I'm, I hold myself accountable to. And truthfully speaking, you know, sometimes it is a struggle, especially when I've had a day from hell at work or some other stuff that has happened that causes me to question, am I capable of doing what I've been called to do? So it's a struggle. <laughs> um, but the person often feels like a fraud or a fake and they worry people will discover the truth about them. Y'all know that's just a trick of the enemy, right? Because everything that God made, he made good. Everything that God said about you is true. And anything else is a lie. So anything else that is contrary and does not line up with what his word says, it's a lie. And there's no truth in it. A person finds it difficult to accept positive feedback and praise from others. Me, all day. That, that's my first truth moment. Um, it's so funny how it's easy to see the good and so many different things in other people. And yet you struggle with seeing those things in yourself. And it causes you to question who you are, where you are, and, and the whys of everything. And I'm guilty of that. 
I'm guilty of being able to encourage others, see the good in others, and then struggle with seeing the things that are good in me. Okay, let me just move on because, you know, as I studied this out and, and started to look up things, it, it brought me to tears most of the time because I sat back and I reflected on how did I behave in that manner or how did I think like that? So this is deep. They blame themselves when things go wrong and attribute success to external factors or exceptions such as luck rather than their own abilities. So basically, when something crazy jump off, they blame themselves for it. And then when stuff is going good, they don't think it's because of their abilities that they have within them. The abilities that God gave them, they think it's just luck. That was just a rare thing that happened right there, right? And so researchers points towards more internal and external factors that contribute to imposter syndrome personality styles and attachment patterns, internal causes, societal narratives, social media, relationships, a person's environment. Now, I thought that was interesting because the people and things that we attach ourselves to may not always be the, the right things, the best things for us to be attached to. Um, and social narratives, that social media is really nothing but a trap. And if it wasn't for the fact that I needed the platform to promote my, my podcast, my book, I really wouldn't even be on social media anymore because it is a trap. And if you're not careful, you will get caught up in the perception that people are putting on social media to have you believing one thing, but don't nobody really know on the backside because on social media, not too many folks want to be truthful about where they are in their lives anymore. And it's sad that they have to sell a story and then you find yourself comparing your life or whatever you have going on in that moment to what you're seeing on social media. It's sad, but it's the truth relationships. I heard Pastor Darius Daniel say today that it wasn't that people didn't know who you were, that they were blind. They couldn't see it. And when he said that, it just made sense. You can't get upset about somebody who does not see who you are. Can't get upset about that. And so in relationships, we tend to allow what the other individual say about us, whatever the case, like how they handle it, whatever, however you want to sum it up. We tend to allow that to impact how we are with ourselves. And it shouldn't be that way. But guilty of that. OK, that, that's my second truth moment. Guilty of that also. Um, a person's environment, y'all, I cannot tell you how important it is to protect your space. 
because if you allow any and everything in your space, you'll be all messed up. And see, you'll be all messed up, especially when people want to dump their stuff all in your space. You'll be trying to figure out why you all messed up and they good because they don't jump. They don't dump their stuff all in your space. So you have to protect your environment, family and society. The way a person is perceived, judged or treated by others can influence the way a person see themselves. Guilty. I know growing up, I think I've told this story to friends, but I'm going to share it with you guys. I used to be told when I was a kid growing up, you just mean and hateful. You stubborn, you mean, you hateful. And what do you think I emulated throughout my entire life mostly? Being stubborn, being mean, and hateful. That's what I was told as a kid. And so, you know, not understanding how powerful words are. But that's what happens. If you speak a thing, you begin to believe it and then you start to act like it, right? Criticism and stereotyping. Societal stereotypes. Women are less competent and have fewer leadership skills than men. Certain ethnic groups are lazy and unintelligent. Y'all, we hear it all the time. There are certain groups that are stereotype and categorize and it's not fair at all but again this is the nature and the world that we're living in right now life transitions a change in jobs promotion graduation taking on a new role can trigger self-doubt that hinder the belief in the in a person and their abilities i don't know how many times even in my current position that i have right now I know that I can do it, but you can best cool believe I have a supervisor who don't really handle me like I'm an adult. Now, let's keep in mind, I'm old enough to be her mom, per se. And I respect her across the board, but there's there's a lot of times I don't feel that I get that same respect in return. And it makes me feel like I'm not adequate to do this job that I'm doing. It's a lot of challenges. It's a lot of work. It requires you to think a whole lot. And, and she can never just give you information that doesn't overwhelm you. So a lot of days I'm very overwhelmed. I work from home. So there's some days where I'll be sitting here and I have tears rolling down my face because I really want to understand what I'm doing so that I can do my job effectively and efficiently but I have allowed certain things to make me question whether or not I'm capable of doing it but anyway let me just get off that tangent um there is a high comorbidity between imposter syndrome and depression and anxiety burnout physical exhaustion and decreased job satisfaction and performance I read that and I was just like, wow, okay. <laughs> this about summed me up. <laughs> Sad to say it, but it's the truth. And so I really am going to be real transparent tonight about this topic here because 
like I said, my sister mentioned this to me some time ago and I just kind of looked it up and, and I even called her back and was like, girl, why did you even, why do you think that about yourself? But then when I started digging into it, I was like, whoa, hold on, wait a minute. Okay, so there are five different types. The first one, perfectionists. High expectations of themselves measure their competence based on whether they are 100% successful, have a fear of failing and being criticized by others, focus on how things could be better, smallest mistakes become significant, have a all or nothing way of thinking, leaves no room for flexibility, use several strategies to prevent possibility of failure, working overtime, not taking breaks, over-preparing, and using self-criticism and self-doubt to motivate themselves to stay on top of their A-game. They minimize their success and disregard positive feedback from others, which hinders their ability to acknowledge their strengths and achievements and reinforces their sense that they do not know what they're doing and are not good enough. Now, when I read the first one, I was just like, wow, okay. Most of that sounds just like me. And this is real talk. I'm being very vulnerable. I'm very being very transparent right now. I know the call that's up on my life. I know who God said I am. But it, reading that spoke to a whole lot about me. I am one of those people. I don't have no gray areas. It's either this or it's that. There's no in between with me. And it's not about that I can't be flexible. It's just I believe that there is a time and a place for everything. And I'm a just so kind of person. And so I'm very hard on myself. More hard on myself than somebody else may be on me. Why? Because I just feel like whatever I put my hands to, it has to be my very best or not at all. I'm not going to give you half of anything or a fourth of anything. I'm always going to give you a thousand or more if I put my hands to it. And so when I read that, I was just like, whoa, okay. Uh, well, I wonder if maybe if I've been operating in that and didn't even know it. So sometimes... You could be operating in it and not even realize that you're operating in it, right? That's why it's important to have a relationship with God. That's why it's important to talk to God, pray. It's important to worship. It's important to read his word because his word counteracts all that negative stuff that tries to come up on you. Let me go on to number two. Superheroes. Assess their competence based on how much they can multitask and how many roles they can take on at the same time. They view themselves as incompetent and view others as competent. Aim to prove everyone wrong and earn people's approval. They push themselves to um, the limit to ensure they work harder than others and achieve more success in everything they do. They may perceive doing nothing as wasting time and may neglect and lose sight of their pastimes. Okay, well, I told y'all most of, number one, I felt like I could relate to. 
And then I got here to number two and it was just like, whoa, okay. Some of this applies to me, you know, um, not that I try to compete with somebody else or however, especially on my team at my job, you know, it took me a long time uh, because I always felt like I had to work harder than my counterparts. Why? Just, I just always have felt that way. Um, and so I had to tell myself, this was probably about a month ago. I am not in competition with anybody on my team. I'm not competing with anyone. And, but I work very hard and I've worked very hard to get where I am within this company that I've been with for three years now. So nothing's been handed to me, but I've pushed myself to the limits, just like what this was talking about here. Okay, number three, experts gauge their competence based on how much they know. They believe they need to know everything about everything, may still believe that what they know is never enough, and the result is they avoid asking questions in groups or sharing their opinions, may avoid asking, asking questions such as applying interviews if they do not meet all the criteria due to the fear of being exposed as not knowing enough. How many times have you looked for a job or wanted something better and you would read the, the criteria and wouldn't apply for it because you didn't think that you didn't have the skills to do the job. Guilty. Okay, I don't know how many truth moments this has been now. I didn't stop counting after the first three. But I've been guilty of applying for jobs or looking for other work and not really applying for the jobs that I felt like I could do because of the criteria. You know, that's how they trip y'all. That's how they trip people up. The way that they word what their um, expectations are, what they're looking for can trip you up and make you think that you're just not capable. I have a master's, a bachelor's, and a graduate business certificate, and I'm not even operating in any of those areas. Of course, I have experience in some of those areas, but I'm not currently in a role that matches what I'm, what I, what I look like on paper. And so, and that's because it just seems like all my life, I've always sold myself short when it came down to what I felt like I was worth. That's my fault. That's not nobody else's fault. That's my fault because I didn't have to accept that. And I did, um, you know, being a single mom of two kids, going to school full time, uh, running a house full time, uh, working full time. It was a lot on my plate that I was juggling back then. And so I, I had to just do what I needed. I felt like I needed to do, but it has to get to a point in us that we stop settling for less than what we're worth, myself included. Um, and so, yeah, number four, geniuses, certain people with imposter syndrome believe they should be natural geniuses and me and measure their competence based on how easily they can achieve things. Maybe used to doing things very well without having to work very hard for it. 
and have a history of being straight-A student or known as the smart one. They believe that things should immediately um, be natural to them and expect themselves to master a new skill and get it right the first time. Having to work hard or struggle to learn something new is considered a negative characteristic and triggers their sense of inadequacy, may avoid trying or facing new challenges to avoid discovering they are not immediately good at them. I know some people like that. It just seems like some things that are just, it comes natural where others may have to work a little bit harder to get it or struggle with it. You have some people who it just, it's natural. They naturally can just get it. Um, and it's just so interesting because Every one of these ones, every one that I've spoke on, I'm sure we all know somebody or can relate somewhere in one of those things. But so you have some people out there that literally struggle when they don't get it the first time because they feel like they should get it since everything else in their life has always just came natural, came easy to them. They didn't really have to work or struggle for it. But when they're faced with different challenges and something new and they're struggling with it, it's, it's hard for them. The last one, soloists. Soloists, they believe that competence is only achieved if they accomplish things on their own. Prefer to work alone, push back on working with others, and consider asking for help to be a weakness as a sign of inadequacy. Now, I wouldn't say that I'm a soloist, but I do like working by myself. Um, I don't have a problem with asking for help, um, but I know other people who won't ask for help. Um, and it's just so interesting because God created us for each other. So we were not created to do this alone. Because in the beginning, he said that man was not good to be alone. It was not good for him to be alone. So he created a help me for Adam. So we were made for each other. We were not made to be alone. And this virus, whatever you want to call it, wherever we are with this thing now, has literally tried to isolate us from people. And so I can tell you, my sister is one of those kind of people. She has, she loves that human connection. Like, she thrives off of, she thrives from that. And she likes being able to touch and connect with people, right? And so, and I'm just like the direct opposite. Not that I don't feel like I need anyone, but I'm okay being alone as well. That doesn't mean that it's a bad thing because I, it's not to a point where I don't feel like I don't need anybody because that's, that's not true. I want to get married again. I'm tired of being single, you know, so I'm ready for a relationship, you know. So again, we were made for each other, not to be separate. So some steps to overcome imposter syndrome. And these were just things that came to my thought process. Whatever works for you, that's what works for you. And that's what you do. The first thing, 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 came to mind, casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. 
this is a mind thing. And that's where the battle starts in our minds. And so you have got to declare the word over this thing. Whatever it is that you're struggling with, if this is something that you're struggling with, you have got to declare God's word. And how do you do that? Casting down everything that tries to exalt itself against the word that God has already told you about your life. And I know some days it's easier said than done because there's a lot of times when I know for me, when it's been a rough day or I've had a moment, sometimes I just need to just get still. I need to not talk to it. I don't want to be on the phone. I don't, none of that. It doesn't mean that I, I'm, I have an attitude or, you know, I'm depressed or anything like that. It just means that whatever's going on with me in that moment, I need to deal with it. But I don't want to wound or offend anybody else that didn't have anything to do with it. So I'll shut down and I'll kind of just be still and get to myself so that I can process whatever it is that I'm dealing with in that moment. Number two. Do not focus on your inabilities, but focus on God's abilities. We already know. If it hadn't been for Jesus coming and dying for us, where would we be? Where would any of us be for that matter? If he had not decided to give up his life, if he had just decided in the garden, well, you know what? I ain't doing it. I don't know what to tell you, but. I don't think they worth all that. But because of the love that he has for us, he still went to the cross for us. So God is more than capable because he created us. Who knows us any better than the one that created us? Nobody. Number three, develop positive thinking habits. Talk about, okay, so my sister, I just made mention of her. Made mention of her a couple of times. Actually, she's on here tonight. Um, she has these post-it notes everywhere in the in her place of business, at home, in her bathroom, in the kitchen. You're gonna find a post-it note that has something positive, some type of affirmation, some some, some type of scripture on it that she can see. She has her vision board out and she has different things posted up on her vision board that she looks at and she I kid you not I promise you post-it notes everywhere and I don't think that it's a bad thing I used to pick with her about it because it was just like girl why you got all these post-it notes up everywhere but in actuality after reading about this you have to have to have to have something that you can see. So write it down so that you can see it. Put it somewhere where you can see it. Get you a scripture and focus on that. So when things are starting to be rough for you, like this week, well, actually last week, um, the scripture that I have read on and meditated on all last week was Romans 8, 28 through 39. And because I just felt in my spirit that this was something different, that I needed to be doing that. Like normally I have a Bible app that I'm reading 
daily or something like that. But I just decided that it would be a scripture that I would meditate on all week long. And so, yeah, you got to see it. The fourth thing, identify personal roles. Increase awareness about the personal, I'm sorry, I said personal roles, personal rules. Increase awareness about the personal rules you hold, how much you abide by them and their impact on your well-being and aspirations. What do you hold yourself to personally? And I know, listen, sometimes it just can be difficult. And then sometimes we make it more complicated than what it is. But you have to have some rules that you abide by, something that you lean that's that's personal to you. And it's something positive that will help you get from point A to point B. Number five, develop self-appreciation. Develop appreciation for your strengths and qualities and accept positive emotions and feedback. Emotions are not a bad thing especially when they're positive. The negative ones, eh, it could just be something telling you that there's some other stuff that needs to be straightened out. And a lot of times, and we never paid any attention, right? So, and I'm gonna just use this as, as an example. So a lot of times when you pray, let's just say you pray for patience. <laughs> I learned a long time, don't pray for that. Because what God will do, he will send someone that will irritate and aggravate you to the utmost. Why? Because you don't pray for patience. You asking him to, you know, build that, build you some strength in that area. Okay, well, he's going to test you all across the board. And I don't know about any of y'all. I failed that so many times. I just said, you know what? I'm not even going to, no, I, I'm not going to touch that. So, you know, you just learn. When you ask for certain things, oh, you best cool believe they come in, but they may not come in the way that you are looking for them to come or expecting them to come. Oh, but they come in. Number six, use strength finding tools such as journaling, prayer, accountability partner, exercising, etc. I used to work out. I need to be working out. Um, and I need to do better about that part of my health. Um, just been lazy and not wanting to. Um, and it's been several months now since I've been in the gym. But I do have a accountability, people that I can be accountable to. My prayer life is getting back to where it used to be. Um, there's a certain time of the day that you know, normally I would pray. And that's usually like at old crack dawn when ain't nobody up and I'm on my way to get my coffee. But I've been off coffee now for over a month. Amen. Um, it's been a struggle and my body has really been going through some changes, which has impacted my emotions, my moods, just all different kind of things, because you don't realize certain things that you eat and, and put into your body can trigger you know, certain things. Right. And so when your body doesn't have it, uh, listen, I, I was just going through some stuff. But anyway, I would use that time in the morning to pray because it just seems like I could pray so much better in my car for some reason than I can at home. 
in the house when it's quiet. Ain't nobody here but me and Jesus. Um, but I pray better in my vehicle. And so, um, you know, so I've been trying to do more of listening to more messages, whether it's, you know, messages from different pastors or whatever, um, worshiping, putting praise and worship music on. I'll be in here singing, um, you know, just different things like that. And then, like I said, I have a couple of people that if I really just need to talk some things out or through, I have people that, you know, I am accountable to that won't judge, don't have an opinion, don't have, you know, don't have a response. They, they just lean, you know, they basically utilize, let me utilize their ear basically. Um, and so those are some positive things that I felt like you could use to counteract this silent killer of your calling, imposter syndrome, a silent killer of our calling. And so what happens is, is that the voice of God must be louder than the voices in your mind. So again, whatever tool you need, get you something. If you need to write it out, write it out. It's nothing wrong with that. But you cannot walk around with that stuff on the inside of you. Because if the enemy knows that he got you trapped and you will operate in a place of fear, you'll stay there. And no matter how much someone speaks positive things or affirm different things that are positive, you're not receiving it because your mind is thinking one way about yourself. And so we have to do better with that. So, you know, I hope that you got something out of this tonight. Um, like I said, again, I didn't even realize how deep this actually was until I started to do the research on it um, and started to think about myself as I was writing and working on it. I started to think about myself, but amen to deliverance and healing, but I'm willing. And that's another thing. We have to be willing to turn over those things to God so that you can be healed and you can be delivered in those areas of whatever it is that has you feeling like you're less than, that you're not good enough, that you're not adequate or capable enough to do whatever it is that is in front of you. Because we know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And so again, I hope you got something out of that. Um, before, I, before I close out, Gracious and Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for this opportunity and this platform. I pray that the ears that have heard it, Father God, that they will receive your word that you have used through me, Father God. I thank you for allowing me to be a vessel and a tool across this platform, Father God. But Lord, I just thank you for just your presence and an opportunity to just share a little bit of something positive with your people. And I ask these things in the name of your son. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I'm your host, Robin. Thank you again for joining me. You can find this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and of course, Podbean. 
uh, a little shameless plug. My book is out, Broken, To Be or Not To Be. That is the question. You can go on Amazon and type it up and pull me up. My name is Robin. My last name is Griggs. You can find it. If you are not following me on Instagram, please do so. It's broken underscore zero one 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 two one. I pray that you all got something out of this and blessings to you.